Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor podcast with Victor Dadaj, where you'll hear stories and strategies to help increase your sales and grow your business. Here's your host, Victor Dadaj. All right, everyone. Welcome to Entrepreneur's Visiting Victor. I'm your host, Victor Dadaj. I hope you're having an amazing day today, and we have a great treat for you. This guy has been in the industry for many years right now. He's a, been a big success for many years. He's a coach, a trainer. He's been very successful, a whole bunch of things, never marketing, a whole book, and, and, and a bunch of other industries. And this guy has a lot of wisdom to share with you today. I've seen him speak live, and I can tell you, everyone in the room was taking copious notes, pages of notes, because this guy has so much wisdom to share, man. This guy is a great teacher, and, and, I, and he's been a friend of mine for many years, and... Uh, I think you're going to get a lot of value out of all the golden nuggets he's going to share today. So let's welcome my good friend, Hanzo Legend Dennis. How you doing, bro? Oh, man, I'm awesome. I'm blessed. I can't complain. How you doing? I'm doing great. So it's just good to talk to you today. And I'm really excited for myself and for the audience because uh, I know... I know Coach Legend, you have a lot of great stuff to share with us. So what I like to do is start off by asking you, just start sharing your story. Like, you know, what got you into becoming an entrepreneur, your journey, your struggles, and how you overcame those things and how you became the successful person you are today? Because I know our audience would love to hear about that. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, first off, um, I want to give it back to you. Uh, you know, I'm just honored just to even be sharing this platform with you. I met you many years ago. I mean, you had some amazing events. I was blessed to be part of some of those events, but it's just your consistency. You know, it's like everybody loves you. You know, you are committed. You have big vision. You're goal driven and you like to motivate and to inspire people. And so that's how we had that in common. And so this is why we are here now. So, again, I just salute you for you doing uh, blessings and much continued success. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, as he mentioned, my name is Coach Legend. Thank you. So, you're welcome. My name is Coach Legend. Uh, just to share a little bit about myself, if I may, um, at the, uh, I'm actually uh, from Haiti. I was born in Haiti. Um, at the age of seven, I had the opportunity to come to the U.S. And so when we got here, uh, it was in the middle of winter. Obviously, we're not used to winter. We don't know what snow is. And so, um, oh, man, it's been a long time. So um, we got here. Oof, I was seven. I was back in 93. That's when snow was really snow. And so uh, imagine five people living in, in a one bedroom uh, apartment. And that's how it started for us. We didn't know the language. So, you know, English was our second language. So imagine like having to learn English, having to go through school. Uh, that whole process was, you know, it was a trying one, but it was uh, necessary. Uh, one thing that I do love about my experience is that, you know, we come from humble beginnings. And so that instilled in me was just great because in Haiti, I mean, we, we, you know, obviously we were struggling. So we knew what struggle looked like early on. And so anything else was a bonus. And so we, you know, we thought that coming here that we would be, you know, living the American dream, but which really quickly turned to the American nightmare because when we got here, we were expecting, you know, money to be donated to us, just just the stuff that foreigners just think. Anywho, went through a school, uh, um, college, you know, grad school, met a lot of people. Um, it just, I always worked the job. I always worked the job. But it was something about jobs that never set well with me. Like, I don't have anything against jobs for people, but it was just me. I felt like um, I wasn't fulfilling my purpose. I felt like I wasn't doing enough. I felt like a job just 
just wasn't enough for me. So, and I tried all types of jobs, right? Um, when I turned 19, a good friend of mine, he introduced me to network marketing. Now, obviously, I didn't know anything about network marketing, but that first event, that meeting that he took me to on a Tuesday night changed my entire life. And so I got to meet people. Uh, I mean, I have never been in rooms before where you, you had doctors, lawyers, entrepreneurs, mechanics, all in the same setting. And so just uh, the thing that I love about network marketing is because the type of people that I would have never got to meet. And so I was introduced to a new way of thinking that I, I was already thinking like that. I was like, this is what I needed. And so when, when we talk about the law of attraction and when you see people that want to see others do better uh, growth, that I was just excited about that. So um, that first company, um, I didn't make crazy money. I didn't, but I was able to meet a lot of people. And one thing that changed my life going forward from that first event is that, you know, network marketing, I would say it's, it gives you the opportunity to be more, to provide more. And so it, everybody wants to be part of something. And there are people that were not making money, but they were still attending these events because of the personal development, because of the friendships, right? So the first company they had, um, they were reading a book a month. Mind you, the only time I read a book was in high school and I was forced because you know there was an assignment attached. So I wasn't a reader at all. So they were reading a book a month. First of all, I could have been read a book in a year and these people <laughs> got a book a month club and I was intrigued. And so, but again, they made me felt like I was part of something bigger than myself. Next thing you know, I was reading a book a month. And so again, you know, later I realized that leaders are readers, but again, for things to change, you have to change. So because of network marketing, I was put into a different environment where I was thinking outside the box. And so those people that I, I, I met, it just, it just really changed things for me. And then since then, I never wanted a job because, so just, just so you guys can comprehend, I was working at car centers where I didn't have the experience. They would train me for two weeks before they would put me on the floor. And I was like, that's the same thing with network marketing. There will be things that you do that you had no prior experience. You're going to be trained. It's the same concept. But, and then I was a car salesman for a long period of my time. I was working nine to nine. Like I missed every single Saturday because on Saturdays, that's when like families would come in and, and to make that big purchase. So again, I, I just didn't have, I always wanted time and money freedom. So I was selling cars that I couldn't afford. And so that made me felt some type of way. But also, again, I missed every wedding, every get together, every barbecue, every day party, because it occurred on a Saturday. And so I was like, man, there, there, there have to be something better. And so now I love selling cars because it made me felt like I was an entrepreneur because I was building my list. But at the same time, I didn't like getting home at midnight. And so it just changed my mind that, you know what, a job is not for me. I'm not going to say that a job stands for just over broke. That's not my philosophy. I just felt like a job was limiting me. I needed something to where I can serve more people. And so I always had the philosophy that service to many leads to greatness. And so that's why I felt like I had to do something different. Where with like network marketing, one video can go viral and you, and you can bless millions. And so, and, and then I got to meet people like you. 
that, you know, that have, you know, different ways of reaching out to people and uh, blessing others. Well, thank you for sharing. That's a, it's an amazing story. So you, you went through a lot of different steps. You came here from Haiti when you were seven and number one, you were not used to snow. <laughs> You're not used to this cold weather, but you came here for the American dream and you got to go through many different phases. You, you get exposed to network marketing. You found some things that were very appealing, attractive to you. And you wanted it, it, one of the things I think is great about network that you talked about is the feeling of community of belonging, because if you can build a community, people will stay. A lot of times it's not just the money. Sometimes people are not interested in making a lot of money, but they want to belong to some, be a part of a community. If you can have that sense of community, people will stay. And then, you know, maybe 10 to 20 years from now, they might change their mind and really want to build that business. But community is very important. And it's great for making people feel welcome. It's great for personal development. And like you said, one little thing, your whole career can change. So if you create one little viral video that millions can see, man, that could just change your whole life. Whereas you work in a regular nine to five job. By the way, I agree with you. There's nothing wrong with that. I did that for many years. I was in the corporate world and I had some very good experiences in it, but I decided there was a, there came a point where I had to try something different. But it's really hard for you to go from entry level to CEO in six months. It's just almost never going to happen. It's pretty much impossible. So whereas in something like network marketing, one little thing can definitely change your whole life. So like I said, one video, one Facebook live, one webinar, your whole career can change. So there's a lot of opportunities that are open to people in network marketing, and you just don't know when it's going to happen. And I think that's another thing. You have to be consistent. You have to be patient. And you just got to listen to the more successful people, your coaches or your mentors. So what would you recommend to people right now who are, they might be working, they might be working a nine to five job, but they're interested in working from home and they might, more, more, most likely most people who sort of usually work part-time, those that are interested in getting into network market, but have heard some bad things about us, like, it, you know, it's a pyramid scheme, all that stuff. Why should they look into becoming a network marketer? And what is, you know, what, is, what is, why? And, and if they're scared about doing, maybe they're very interested in it, but also, they're afraid they may not succeed because maybe they had a few friends who didn't get into, who got into it, but went nowhere with it. Why should they continue? Why should they try it if they really want to change their lives? Mm, great question. Great, great question. Thank you. Thank you. First off, I'm going to lead with this. Okay. Mm -hmm. When, when you talked about the community, I was going to weekly meetings and I couldn't even afford the meetings. It was five or $10 to get in the door. But guess what would happen after those meetings? We would go out to eat somewhere like Denny's and we're there till like three in the morning. So what I'm getting is that the information that I was just listening to people talk was invaluable. It was invaluable. Mm -hmm. And so again, it's like you become like the people that you hang around most. So the people I, I was hanging around, we were buying Jordans every month. We were always overdraft because again, that's the type of people that I hung around. Nothing bad with that, but there was no growth there. And so when you talk about watching somebody do something else, look at what happened with, with the pandemic last year. Like a lot of people were affected. I mean, not to, our business increased over 250%. At the same time, a lot of people lost their job. So I strongly believe that two jobs offer two people. So instead of starting a second job, why not start your first business opportunity, whatever that may be. So it's like, just work from home. Just, I remember, uh, man, almost four, well, 
almost four years ago, um, I had my first child, baby legend. And two weeks later, I was flying to New York to your event. <laughs> and so, but guess what? If I wasn't working from home, I wouldn't even have the opportunity to do that. And so I feel like a lot of people miss a lot of things on it. Like one of my things is I don't want to miss the events. That's what one of my mentors once told me. I don't want to miss the birthdays. I don't want to miss the weddings. I don't want to miss those things because these are moments that we may never get back. I mean, we lost a lot of people last year. And so yeah. for, for people, and again, it's, I understand that entrepreneurship and to work from home is not for everybody. I, I get that. You know, like someone once told me like, well, somebody has to cut my grass. So everybody can't be, you know, entrepreneurs. Somebody has to, I, 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 I get that. But again, it's the sense of belonging. Do you realize I was not traveling until I got into network marketing? As soon as I got into network marketing, we were driving or flying to Georgia, to Florida. Like I got exposed and fell in love with traveling. And so, but Again, if it was easy, everybody would do it. So anything that I fear is what I do. I have a fear of flying. Well, I'm flying every month because that's my fear. So I have to overcome that fear, right? And so most people is that you you have to have something else. Like I didn't plan on becoming a network marketer, but guess what network marketing does? It gives me that foundation to where I can do everything else at it. And I ever wanted like a job is also the foundation. Like I worked a lot of jobs to have the lifestyle that I had. And I thought I was living a, a great life, even though we were struggling until I found a mentor. He said, what if what you made annually, you could make that on a monthly basis and potentially on a weekly basis? I said, hold on. I thought I had a good life right now making $25,000 a year. Well, it was $24,000 a year. I thought, you know, I was getting $2,000 a month. I mean, I was, but then again, it's the lid. Like I love, you know, most people have that glass ceiling. It's like, you know, I was comfortable. And, and that's the other thing too. A lot of people become comfortable and complacent. $2,000 a month. Oh my God. My rent was 700. Like you couldn't tell me anything. That was a great life for me. Mm -hmm. So like the only time you know you're broke is when you meet somebody that, that makes more money than you. That's, I mean, until then, like you think that you're doing good. But again, we know that money's not everything, you know, but, you know, it's 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 up there with oxygen. But if I want to go out and, and change the world, it has to start with me. Like, like, I know that money's not everything, but it's like I've been rich and I've been broke. I like being rich. It's so it's like when I'm when you're rich, it's like when you don't have that money issue, like I wake up every day. And we don't even have to worry about the bills. Whereas, man, we were doing so bad. There was sometimes we didn't, we couldn't even afford the light bill. We had no lights in the house. There were times where we couldn't pay the heat bill, the gas bill. We had to get space heaters. Like, let me tell you, everybody had a space heater in the room. We had a space heater in the hallway. We even had a space heater in the bathroom. There were times I didn't even want to shower because... The transition from my room to the bathroom, I was getting cold. And then I was afraid that I might get water on a space heater. Now, I'm just telling you guys, like, I have struggled. But I understand, like, you know, I, 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 I'm so thankful for the life that I had, the experience that I had, like, all these struggles that I had, right? I'm so uh, thankful for these experiences because it got me to where I'm at. You know, so I was, uh, my family and I, we got evicted. Everybody in the house, we got evicted. So again, we were making money at some point, but we had poor money 
uh, habits. You see what I'm saying? Because of the type of friends that we had. So the reason that I love and praise network marketing is because it's just a different style of thinking. Like network marketing is, is really personal development with a compensation plan attached to it. So again, I love personal development. So to me, personal development is what are you reading? Who are you listening to? Like me having a conversation with you because you might have something that I want. Like I don't even take financial advices from people that I wouldn't trade places with. Because if you knew better, you, you would do better. Like most people, the success of anybody is their daily method of, of operation. So it's like, what are their habits? So what are they doing habitually? And so when I look at my mentors, they're reading every day. They're growing so it's like every time they speak to you, it's like you thought they were smart, but they got better. It's like, so they're uh, basically sharpening their craft. Like if I feel like I'm the best in social media, every day I'm watching, listening to podcasts, YouTube, like audios, and I'm reading books about others, seeing their perspective. That's helping me, uh, you know, to uh, level up. But I will also say this, the reason that people are afraid See, I thought that my friends and family would support me because I've been a nice guy all my life. I'm like, surely they're going to support me. But my friends and family didn't support me. And that had broke my heart because I felt like, man, I can't even believe all these stuff I did for people. I've been over backwards for people that wouldn't even cross the street for me and they wouldn't even support me. And sometimes support is not like having them to buy my products. You see what I'm saying? I don't need them to buy the products, but I feel like... If you, if you were to open up a restaurant right now, Victor, and I couldn't make it, but I knew that you were going to open, I'll say, you know what? Send me the flyer. Let me promote it on all my social media platforms because somebody that 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 maybe have respect for me or that trusts me or that sees that or that's influenced by me, they might have some people. They might tag some people. Now you have a very successful grand opening. It didn't cost me any money. I didn't go there to eat. You see what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I saw you so a lot of people this is the thing people that are not successful at times it's like they're crying that nobody supported them but the question that they need to ask themselves when was the last time that you supported someone else and that's the difference with me anytime i meet somebody i'm like how can i support you and they're like appalled shocked like nobody asks that i'm like well how can i support what do you do so I need to know what, what line of work you're in because I want to know how I can support you. I always want to be the one to lead. And so when I do that, by default, now I'm very successful all because the things that I uh, wanted from people, I did those first. Wow, that was amazing. I, uh, there was so many golden nuggets there and I know our audience are getting a lot out of it. So if you're getting great value out of, out of what Hans was saying, please comment below because there was a lot of great stuff there. So I, especially the last part you just talked about, a lot of people when they get into network marketing, by the way, I love that explanation. It, network marketing is personal development with a compensation plan. I think network marketing is probably the best thing out there if you want to engage in personal development and really develop yourself. And it really forces you to become a better and stronger person, really build that strong foundation. But I think a lot of people miss out on something which you, you just touched on, and that is supporting people, servicing people, helping people out, showing them that you're their friend, that you care about them. Because as I say, people don't care about how much you know until they know how much you care. And like you said, a lot of people don't get that support from other people. So when you say, how can I support you? How can I be there for you? How can I be your friend? Some of them are shocked because some people don't have someone out there who's going to support them. And when they know you've been there for them, 
hey, you never know. They could be there for you and they may join your business. And it's not doing something to be selfish. It's just doing something to be there, be a friend for them, to help them. And people work with people they know, like, and trust. And I'm going to get to and something else in a few minutes. I'm going to ask you something about relationships because I think you are the master of building relationships. We'll get to that in a few seconds. Um, I love a lot of things you shared. You shared your journey, your struggles. And we learn from our struggles. We learn from our adversities because that's how you become a better and stronger person. If you never have adversity, when you do get it, you don't know how to deal with it. So you've overcome a lot of struggles, a lot of adversities. You shared, you shared and you overcame. And that's why you're the successful person you are because number one, you didn't give up, you persevered. And you learn from people who are better than you, who are smarter than you, that will make you more money than you. And you listen to the right people. And that's what you need to do. You, you have to be teachable. Sometimes people get complacent. You talk about the comfort zone, people get comfortable. This is a pretty good life. But there's the danger when you get comfortable, you stagnate. And the way to keep growing is you need to get out of that comfort zone. Because here's the thing, if you get comfortable, you stay at a certain place, people around you, they're all getting better and they're all practicing. You know what? They're going to hop ahead of you. So you, you have to keep growing because if you don't, you're going to get left behind. So that's one thing I know about you. You are never fully satisfied. You're always trying to improve. You always try to get better. And that's why you're the success that you are because you have to keep working at it. And you love meeting people. You love building relationships. You, you go out, you travel. I, I like you. I love to travel to events. Unfortunately, what's going on with COVID, there's not been really any traveling this year, but like we met five years ago at the GoPro event, man, that was a fun event, man. I met you, I met a whole bunch of other people and it was just really great meeting a lot of like-minded successful entrepreneurs and built a lot of great friendships from it. And, you know, our friendship has continued to prosper as a result of going to that one event. So definitely, uh, hopefully soon we'll have those live events going on because it's a great way to really meet a lot of successful people. And you can learn a few things at those events you will never learn at, at a webinar. And like you say, even your very first event, your very first Nimble Marketing Company, you made a little bit of money, little bit of money. you didn't make a whole lot, but you learned a lot from that, from, from that company. And it really awakened that desire for you to eventually become a full-time network marketer. And you made, you made some good relations, you made some new friendships. So you go to the event, you just never know who you might meet at that event that could possibly change your life, that friendship, that partnership. So you share a lot of great nuggets. And I, and I, you know, and I think I got a lot of, I definitely got a lot out of it. And I know our audience did as well. So next thing I'd like to ask you about is relationships because, you know, build upon what you just said, because a lot of people talk about relationships, but they really don't do much to build that relationship. A lot of times you only hear from people when they want to pitch you. <laughs> Whereas I know you, because uh, I know what you taught when you spoke about it a few years ago, how you build a lot of relationships with people. And like, and part of it goes back to you always willing to support it. But talk a little bit more as to how you've been able to build so many friendships and relationships with people in the social media world. Okay. Okay. First off, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, great question. My thing is, this is my philosophy, okay? Uh, you are not going to outfriend me. It doesn't matter who you are. You're not gonna outfriend me. And so relationship is a currency in business. And so a lot of people, it's like, it's just, they don't understand their relationship. So imagine someone like you, right? We met, uh, we're friends on social media, but we have each other's phone number. Well, not a lot of people have your phone number. You see what mm -hmm. I'm getting at? And so mm -hmm. that's how you know. So, I mean, when I got on, 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 on Facebook, 
and I actually got on Facebook in 2006 because I didn't even like it. I didn't even want to hop on. It's because everybody else was doing it. I finally hopped on. But when I hopped on, I was just posting value. And so, but a lot of people were intrigued. But also, I just spoke my mind. I had like no filter. It wasn't nothing negative. But also, I was just providing value, not knowing that I would just provide, but I was just just sharing just positivity. And so one thing that I noticed that people were saying, they're like, man, you know, I've been following you for years. I've never seen a negative post. And so, uh, so what happened when I first started off on Facebook, you know, I didn't have any likes, you know, like I had one like, and that one like was me liking my own post, right? Just so others could get that notification. But one thing that I got great at is adding friends. So a lot of people were like, legend, I'm not going to add people that I don't know. Cause, cause you have a group of people like their Facebook friends is like their real life friends. Like they might have 52 friends, like that's it. They're not adding complete strangers. Where me, I was the opposite. I said, let me add as many people as I could at the time. Obviously the limit was 5,000. Now I said, I don't, I, I don't wanna look, uh, I don't, I'm not trying to be popular or try to be famous, but I had an end game. I said, look, I want to have, you know, 5,000 friends that I have rapport with. So a lot of people don't understand the, the difference between rapport and relationship. So let me help you out. So rapport is you add a friend and then that's another thing. So people would add 5,000 friends, but there was no value. It was no relationship. It was no dialogue. So my, my message to you is for every friend that you have on Facebook, is there a, a DM convo in there? Do you have a history of a messenger conversation? If you don't, then that's the issue because the conversations and the relationships are created in the DM. It's not created on a public platform. Like the public platform is to get them to, you know, to your DM. So this is my point. So for my line of work right now, I, I work well with a lot of realtors, right? Um, so I help people with their credit. So realtors have, have right. A bunch of, uh, unqualified buyers, like people with bad credit that they got to refer them to someone. They got to refer them to someone so that they can get paid so they, they can close more homes. But if they don't know that I'm in that line of work, see a lot of people are secret agents, meaning like they're in network marketing, they're in direct sales, or they're in a particular company, but they don't let anybody know. So what I would do, I would add a hundred realtors a day. So anywhere from 50 to hundred realtors. And I would just reach out to them and start the conversation. Anything I ever wanted, I initiated. So I would reach out, hey, how you doing? You know, first of all, hey, how are you? Thank you so much for um, accepting my friend request. What are you focused on these days? And, but it was a genuine conversation. And so when I'm asking that, it's like, well, what are you focused on? So some folks were focused on having a baby, getting married, moving, making more money, fixing their credit, but you never knew. So it was just such a great question to break the ice. What are you focused on? And so like, and so someone could have been focused on starting a book. So let's use this example. Sometimes someone might say, well, I'm focused on losing weight. Well, maybe my current company, um, we're not in the health and wellness, but maybe I know that Victor is. So what I would say, let's just call this person, Sam. I would say, hey, Sam, uh, so that's awesome. You know what? That's great. I, I know somebody that's in that space that can definitely assist you and be beneficial for you. So what I'm doing, hey, I'm referring you to Victor. So what I just did, right? I'm the catalyst. You know, I just started everything. So now I just referred Sam to Victor, whereas uh, Victor has 
probably never referred anybody to me, but I just started that cycle. So now he's shocked because, well, because the reason I do this, this is why when I reach out to people, I'm the problem solver, right? I'm trying to see what issues you have, what concerns, dilemma, whatever the problem is, I'm trying to see how myself or my services or my influence, anybody that I might know could help be the solution. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm only trying to be the solution. So now I just gave Victor a, a referral and guess what happens? Now that starts the process. Now he's like, man, no one has ever done that for me. I, I, I just friended the guy. But the only reason I would know that is because I know that Victor, I know what line of work he's in. And so some of us got 5,000 friends. We don't even know what line of work. You are only one or two people away from changing your entire life your entire life. And so closed mouths don't get fed. So a lot of people, again, they're trying to add a million, but they're not even having conversations or relationships or rapport with the few that they have. Again, like we, someone taught me this, right? We are only six levels of six degrees of separation. So for instance, let's say if I wanted to get to the president of the United States, let's say that I'm friends with Victor, right? That's one. I'm friends with Victor. He knows somebody in Georgia that is a, I don't know, that is in the government role. So that's second degree, right? But let's say that they might know an, a state governor, right? That's three. Maybe that person might know a Senate. You see what I'm saying? That's four. Maybe that Senate might know the secretary that works at the White House. You see, that's five. And then that person leads me to the president. You guys see how that makes sense? But it only took knowing one person. But if you don't know what line of work these people are in, again, sometimes you could be sitting on a gold mine or you have mutual friends with people that are that gold mine. But again, we don't know that because we don't uh, have that dialogue. So it's not what's in it for me. No, I'm just trying to see. So when I reach out to Sam, okay, I see what they're trying to accomplish. So then I would say, okay, no problem. Let me refer you to my friend that can assist you in that endeavor. By the way, now, uh, you know, I would let them know, hey, just, you know, just so you know, I'm in the um, credit space. You know, who do you know with less than perfect credit or that's looking for another source of income? That's it. Now, I'm not targeting them. That's indirect. So I'm just letting them know what line of work I'm in. So if they happen to come across somebody that is in that space, like I'm not pitching them, I'm not selling them. Because they might say, hey, I need that. Me and my boyfriend and my husband, whoever, we were just talking about credit. My sister, my neighbor, they just mentioned credit. But now they know to send me to someone. So I just, you know, I had a lady referred 42 people to me. And so it's like, it would have cost me a lot of money to get 42 clients on my own. But because of that relationship, but also because of that consistency of providing value. And so, see, a lot of people come to my page every day, just like Bible verses. So the reason that so many people are not successful, they're in, they're, they are inconsistent. So Victor, let's say that you were coming to so-and-so's page because they were putting up a, a Bible verse a day. And so for two weeks, for three weeks, like they created that hunger. You're coming to their page every day. But on week four, they stopped posting. What they fail to realize is that they instilled and created this hunger within you. Every day you would start your day off by going to this individual's page for that Bible verse. But now, guess what happens? Now they have to go get that same information from Mario. So you just potentially lost a follower. Now they're not going to come and check your page because what they want is already here. And this is why you got to be consistent. See, when I don't post, 
my my people i call them my people because i treat you know my my followers my um my friends on social media you know like they are an extended family to me like the reason i'm so successful is 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 because of those people it took one complete stranger to refer somebody to me or to share my post that led the whole that started the whole avalanche to where i'm at today so i'm very grateful and so what i do is just i said how can i provide more value and so i just share about my journey you know i struggled I was in network marketing, starting off doing belly to belly. I was going to events. I was traveling thousands of miles to get no signups, to get nobody showing up. But again, I needed all of that, right? I mean, during the time, I didn't understand. See, people now are hearing about how I struggled. You know, I was telling someone recently, I said, after my family and I, we got evicted, you know, I had moved to my own place. And at the time, I didn't even have a bed. And I found a bed, I found a mattress outside in the alleys. Here in St. Louis, we have alleys. So I had my buddy come and help me put this mattress in because I thought somebody was moving. They didn't need it. I needed it. Boom. And so here I am. I bring in this mattress. And, and then I had some friends from college stay over for the summer. Man, and we had a pandemic. Pandemic meaning we had bed bugs everywhere. I didn't even know what bed bugs were until somebody was like, where did you get this mattress from? I told them I got it outside. <laughs> and so now we're laughing about stuff like that. But do you know how embarrassing that was? Like that I didn't even have a mattress. I had to get one from the alley. But again, it's like, nobody cares about your story. Nobody needs to hear that until you have made it. So I'm like, man, it's like, but, but no one knew I struggled like that. You see what I'm saying? And so it's, 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 it's those type of stories. That's why people resonate with stories. And so people like authenticity, like people like to resonate, like, but always have always been vulnerable. And that's one of the uh, reasons that uh, when I think sometimes about like the blueprint, like some, you know, folks say I'm successful, me, I'm still a work in progress. But when I think about the blueprint to my success, it, it just one of the, I think one of the hardest phrases for people to utilize is I need help. And so, because where I come from, saying that, you know, it didn't make, it, it, it wasn't masculine. And so, but a lot of people don't use that terminology, that phrase is like where me, I was like, cause I felt like, you know, cause me now, you know, I need help to me, that's, that's humility. Like I always humble myself, but again, I, I, I come from humble beginnings. So I always told people, Hey, I need help. I'm going for a promotion. I'm going for a title. I need help. And so what that did and folks are like, if you tell someone that you need help, more than likely they're gonna try to help you. But most people don't, they don't, they don't like, they can't even open their mouth like to say those words. But those three words, I need help, is what changed the game for me. I would reach out to everybody and, you know, I need help. So to finalize your question is that my 5,000 friends, I was DMing everybody. So I was having a conversation, I was having a rapport. So now when somebody tells me, hey, I'm focused on trying to buy a house, the next person I talk to is a realtor in, in their state, guess what I'm doing? All I'm doing is just trying to see what problem this person have, how we can get, have that become the solution. And so like, I would always ask, so it's like, well, how can I support you? And then sometimes it could be something as like posting, share this on your page. And this is why I noticed like, even my friends and family, they wouldn't even post a status for me. And so what network marketing did, it had me to reevaluate my friends. Now, again, supporting me doesn't mean that you have to spend money, but could you imagine like even your best friends won't put a post for you? So then I'm like, man, now I have to question this relationship because why are we in a relationship 
or friendship if I can't even help you grow if you can't help me grow like what are we doing here what is the end game what are we trying to accomplish so it even like network marketing changed so many things for me even the spouse that you pick because you know I used to say you know like her mindset will raise your kids not her body and so me you got to have somebody that's uh, equally yoked you got to have some somebody that's on the same mindset. So when, when, when we talk in terms of network marketing, you can come to an event and be on fire, but you go home, you got that toxic negativity. And so network marketing exposes a lot of people. That's why you see a network marketing, typically somebody that's in network marketing, their spouse is gonna eventually be in network marketing. Or, I mean, or they gotta be supporting them because the thing about network marketing, like I, I tried so many companies, I failed a lot. And so, so many people are not willing to fail. You see what I'm saying? And so when I would reach out to people, their relationship is everything. I can go anywhere in all 50 states and countless places outside the world and I am loved. But at the same time, a lot of people will hate you for how other people love you. And so it's just that pride and ego because it's not them. I mean, it's a lot of stuff that you got to go through, but I accepted those things. So the only dis, uh, the difference between me and somebody else, I made a decision followed by a commitment. You know, I got people in Haiti. It's if I don't send them money, they don't eat. So I can never become complacent. I can never become comfortable. You know, if somebody made a million, I would say, well, I, I haven't made a hundred million. So it's always, but again, but the income just gives the, the money. It's not chasing money, but it's the options. It's the legacy. And my, in my entire family, in my neighborhood, all of my friends had bad credit. How can we grow, buy properties, real estate, and anything else if none of us have capital? So, I mean, I'm just network marketing help break generational curses. We got people 18, 19, 20, making ridiculous income, getting their family out of poverty. When we got evicted, we had $12,000 left to pay off our home. Do you know how embarrassing that is? That we didn't have 12,000 collectively to keep the home after paying for the home for all these years? And so that's why you know I go so hard because there's a lot of people that's going through these things. I have people sell their washer and dryer just to join a team. Could you imagine selling your washer and dryer to get into network marketing? And just so many people make excuses. So many excuses out there. And then you have people that's like, you know what, I'm, I, I, uh, July 5th will be 16 years since I've been in network marketing. People see the success now, but they don't understand that I paid the price. I've been in so many, I done sold everything. I'm selling coffee, I don't drink coffee. I'm selling everything. But throughout the process, I was growing as a leader. I was meeting different people that, they're in companies now, but because of our relationship, maybe, if there's an opportunity, if something happens to their company, which I'm not asking that to happen, but if there's room for us to partner in the future, there we can. So again, currency, relationship is currency in business. So if you're not doing well right now, well, it's because you're not friending people. Like you got to get to the state to where you can't outfriend me. So it's like, do you want to be the person that when you leave the room, everybody's excited? Or do you want to be the person that when you enter the room, Everybody excited. I would say that I'm the latter of the two. Wow, that was amazing. A lot of great stuff there. A lot of wisdom there. So people, 
if you want to have the success this guy's having, you got to try to outfriend everyone else because it's all about being there for people, helping them out, supporting them. Hanzo just shared a lot of examples of how he saw people, how he supported them. And that's why he got to success. He didn't sit on his heels. He did a lot of work. He's been working at this for almost 16 years. He went through a lot of struggles. His family suffered trying to come up with $12,000 for the house. And it was really tough for them. He went through a lot of struggles, but he overcame. And as he said, don't make excuses. You make excuses, excuses get you nowhere. You have to be stronger and bigger than excuses. You got to find a way out. And that's what that's what Coach Legend did. He found a way out. He always figured there was something more to this. And he doesn't get comfortable because he's got relatives in Haiti that are dependent on him. And if he gets comfortable, they don't eat. So that's a big why he has. He has family he needs to take care of. So he's always growing. And he's, you know, money is important. It's not everything, but it helps feed people, helps them give them a place to live. It gives. It, it can help them grow. It can help... You know, it can change your life. And network marketing is one of the best ways to do it. It's like you say, you have people selling their washer and their dryers because they saw a way out by getting into network marketing. And it, it, here's the thing. It's not easy. There's a lot of work involved. And you talked you talk about reading before. The average CEO reads four to five books a month, about 50 to 60 books a year. The average person reads one book a year. You think that extra reading is helping out those CEOs? I think it's making a big difference because like you said, readers are leaders. You always have to be learning, always have to be improving yourself. And as you mentioned before, you refer one client to me, guess what? If I need someone who needs to have their credit repaired and made better, you're the first person I'm going to be thinking of. Why? Because you were there for me when no one else was willing to help me out. And I, was, I would be like, wow, he thought of me. He didn't ask for anything in return, but now I'm going to help. You help each other out. Zig Ziglar said, if you want to get all the things you want, you have to help everyone else get what they want. So the more people you help, the more people you support, in the end, the more you will get, you will get in your life. It's not being a selfish person. It's helping other people out. These things just have a way of working out in the end. But if you focus solely on yourself, no one's going to want to work with you. No one is going to want to help you. And if you're getting friends on Facebook, you need to have those conversations, get friendships. There are people I, I become friends with and um, and I send them a, a message. I say, hey, how you doing? Nice connecting. They look at it, they don't respond. I say, happy birthday, they don't respond. And after a while, I just unfriend them because we don't have any kind of relationship. I'm trying to talk to them, but they're ignoring me. So the, it, it's not the quantity of friends. It's the quality of friends. If you, if you don't have a real relationship, there is no point to keeping that person out. Only work with those people that want to have a relationship with you, that want to get to know you, but that want to help you, support you, and that you can also support as well. So you got to be a good friend to, to people. And, but it, they have to also be open to it. So if you're, if you're ignoring people, guess what? After a while, people are going to leave you. Don't be surprised if people aren't friending you or they don't support you if you never support them. It's a reciprocal situation. You have to be there for people. And that's why people are there for you, legend, because... You're there for everyone. You support people all over the board, and that's why you have so much support there. And it's because you've helped so many people out over the years, and people know they can trust you. They, they know they like you. They know that if they need help, you'll be there for them, and you've helped a lot of people out. And hence, as a result, a lot of people want to be there for you. And you're not afraid of being vulnerable. You, you're not afraid to say, I need help. And you're right. I think for us men, it can be a little bit harder because we're taught to be strong and not to show our vulnerabilities or our weaknesses. But don't be afraid to be vulnerable. It actually makes people more attracted to you because they say, oh, wow, this person has vulnerabilities. This person has some weaknesses. I can relate to this person. Now, 
people can relate to you because there are a lot of people out there who are struggling, who are saying, man, can, can I make this work? Can I become successful? And you have been vulnerable on this interview. You have shared some of your struggles, some of your adversities. You went through a lot of them, but you overcame them because you didn't give up. And as a result, you're the success you are. And one reason is because you overcame these challenges. You never gave up. You didn't make any excuses. And as a result, you can serve as an inspiration to many people out there who are listening to this interview who are saying, wow, if he can do it, I can do it. Absolutely not. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, what's crazy when you just touch on being, um, you know, vulnerable, <sighs> man, it's, you know, you got to be relatable. You got to be able to resonate with people. So here's what I found out, you know, that bed bug story I just shared. I, I actually went live mm -hmm. on Instagram and I was, it was, we were, interviewing someone just like this and uh the person i was interviewing i shared my bed bug story and just like that we were laughing it, but those were my first time ever in my life sharing that and so the audience went crazy They're like oh my god like this is what i'm going through now or i went through something like that or it's like it's like you know what you are very personable like you know a lot of people like they see the glory, but they don't know the story. They're thinking that I'm maybe inhuman, that I didn't struggle. But when you when they listen to that, and then the 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 speaker I had, he he had a bed bug story. So it's like, oh my God, you guys are real people. Guess what happened? I had ten business partners sign up from that one live, but it's because but all because of the being authentic. Like that is crazy. So this is what I learned. Okay, like the good leader explains. The great leader inspires, but the superior leader, you know, does both while pushing from behind. And so I'm always trying to see who I can inspire. Like my, my big philosophy, like just knowing that I'm part of somebody's success story. Like I want somebody to be like, you know what, coach, because of you, I never gave up because see, I had a lot of disadvantages. Like I had a strong accent people always made fun of me for my accent. And so I used to try to hide it as best as I could. Now, again, English is my second language. You have people that were born here, grew up here, went to school here, which means they have more context than me, right? They have all of the advantages, yet they're complacent. They're complacent and they're skeptical. I mean, you can't be skeptical and broke at the same time. Like you really have to pick a struggle. So I'm like, well, I don't wanna be skeptical, right? I don't want to be broke. So it's like, you just got to, you know, folks say, well, every, you know, it's hard. Everything is hard. Well, being broke is hard and struggling is hard. So you got to pick your hard. So it's like, I would rather work and have money and no social life than to be broke and hang with the same people that were doing the same thing last year. So as I started, um, I guess, growing and becoming what people would call successful, I realized that, you know, I always say this, is that elevation requires separation. Like there's a lot of people that's not happy for me. They're not happy for me because um, I'm a reminder that I guess they gave up on their dreams. You know, it should be an, an inspiration that if I can do it, that they can. I mean, there are so many people that's in network marketing having success. Not even, I mean, someone can start a Shopify store and be successful. But I mean, there's so many tools out there. You have kids that are 17 years old making 20,000 a month. You, you have kids that are just recording themselves playing with toys on YouTube, millionaires. So the, I mean, the opportunities there. And so I think it's because, well, it's because like 
again, I, I come from humble beginnings. And again, I'm just so thankful for my life journey because again, because I'm a foreigner, it's like any opportunity is an opportunity. So I always just was working, uh, working on my craft so I can become better. I used to have a commercial cleaning franchise and my mentor then would say, hey coach, you are only as good as your last clean. And I had to think about that for a second. He said, I want you to apply that to every area of your life. So let's say that I was coming to your office, Victor, and I was cleaning your office for two, three years. Perfect. One day I, for, I forget a trash bag. Like you're going to raise hell. You see what I'm saying? Like you skip my trash can. So you are only as good as your last clean. So that's why every time I get an opportunity to speak, to train, I'm always going to over deliver because you are only as good as, as your last clean. So when you apply that to life, it's like, well, how can I be more valuable? Well, if you're not growing, you're dying. And so I tell people uh, my daily method of operation, I have to listen to somebody else. I can't think that I'm the great if I'm not listening to anybody else. Right. And so every day I'm uh, so I, I listen to an hour of YouTube and, and I'm listening to personal development so that I can learn because I want to I always wanted to be a motivational speaker. So I got to listen to people that have what I want. So if we're talking about social media space, I want to listen to somebody else's perspective on what they're doing now because things are changing every day. And so, again, elevation requires separation. So if you hang around five broke people, you're bound to be the six one. And so in that, it's not that money is, is, is everything, but again, imagine what more you can do. Like money only makes you uh, more of who you were, who you were already. It only exposes those things. So if you are a giver, if you used to give $50 a month to your church, now you can give 5,000 or 50,000. It's just going to magnify that. You see, if you were somebody going to the clubs, making it rain, you just, if you were barely buying a Corona can, a, a, a bottle, now you're going to buy real bottles. Right? It's just really going to do more. So, but if you wanted to help people, if you wanted to give back to your community, if you wanted to buy real estate, if, I mean, if you had a heart for anything, it's really going to do that. So again, I needed to make the money to show others that it's possible. That's it. Sometimes you just got to go out there and do it first to, to have people to dream again. I always tell people, like, I believed in you before you even believe in yourself. So, again, like, you just want to be a beacon of hope for people is because it's just a lot of people You have the tools. If you're on social media, but you're not making money with social media, like, you're doing something wrong. Everybody have proved that. I don't have to say that. It's like, how are you monetizing what what are you doing? Like, if I can give a job eight hours, okay, I, obviously we get 24 hours in a day. If I can give a job eight hours a day, yet I can't give my business eight hours a day. Like you got people here like giving their business 30 seconds or 30 minutes or an hour. Like, yeah, I posted today, but are you doing income producing activities? It's like, we will do everything for a job. Now, again, I'm not bashing a job. I just want people to understand. So my thought process was first was, look, mind you, I was working nine to nine. So after I got off work, I was still working on my business. And so when I was working a job, I was so broke, I couldn't even afford to call off sick on my sick day. I was still going to work on my sick day because if I did call off, it would affect my check and that would have messed me up. So 
Why would I take a sick day when I'm building a business? If I would do that for a job, why would I not do that for my own business? And so that's the only difference. I just like every holiday, every birthday, I was working on my business. And so again, we I say elevation re- requires separation, but what are you willing to give up? See, a lot of people, one, they don't want to invest into themselves. Anytime like there is in a money required, they're thinking it's a scam. Well, scam stands for still confused about money. Are you still confused about money? I don't think you are. Okay, so we got it out the way. So why would you not invest in yourself? You say, well, I'm not going to pay to work because because they're having to invest. They're thinking that I got to pay to work. Well, I was like, well, when I had a job at the factory, I needed these particular jackets. I needed these steel toe boots. I needed all these things before I can start. I had a whole checklist that gave me. Technically, I'm paying to work. If you go out there and you want to become a real estate agent, well, you got to go out there and take the test. You got to you got to pay to work. So what is the difference? Right. And so and, 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 and this is what I say. And if we're talking about real estate, like 80 percent of, of, of the people that's in real estate, they can't even buy the home that they're selling. That's OK. But also a high like about that same number are not even selling homes. So is that a scam? Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but it but but it's crazy that people have that against scarcity mindset, but also they don't believe into them, themselves. But my point is you have to sacrifice something. So when I look at the blueprint to my success, like I was big on going out. But what am I celebrating? Like we going out every like we would get paid on Friday, be broke basically by Saturday. Like, what are we celebrating? So I said, you know what? No, nah, let me stay home. And, and, and sharpen my skill set, right? Because I wasn't a great speaker, but I kept listening to people. I'm telling you, it's something about that subconscious mind. I would listen to something that I would fall asleep on and I would wake up like recalling that. It was just crazy. And so, but also I was hanging out with friends and like the, the type of conversations that we were having wasn't about growth or development. Now I love my friends, but I had to give them up temporarily. So again, what are you willing to sacrifice? So short-term sacrifices for long-term gain. So I gave up everything give up going out. Everybody knows that I love the hookah lounge. I said, for these next 90 days, I'm not going out. I I told my family, you guys won't see me right now. I'm okay. But just let me focus on this. It it would be uh, worth it. I gave up everything except for Wi-Fi. And I just stayed at home and I grew and to develop. Like when you assess yourself, you got to take inventory on yourself. What did you do today? Is what you're doing right now getting you closer to your goals and dreams? So I would ask myself that is going to the hookah lounge right? Nope, it's not. Going to the club? Nope, it's not. Going to this restaurant? No, it's not. That money that I can, let me eat noodles right now. Let me eat noodles right now because now I can buy a course. You see what I'm saying? I can invest in myself. See, a lot of people that don't invest in themselves, they will blow money on a date, is but they want to invest in themselves. Like, but a lot of people, they don't go after their success the way that they would go on, on trying to get a girl to date them. Could you remember when we were in the dating process, the things that we would do? You know, I used to share this all the time. Like there were times where my license was suspended. My car was not registered. My, uh, it was also on low fuel. And here I am driving. Again, look at the work and energy that it takes for me to go see someone. But I won't put that same type of energy into my business to get a new prospect. Yeah, that is some really awesome stuff. And 
yeah, a lot of great things there. And let's uh, go over a couple of those things. Number one, a lot of people, when they work online, when they work from home, they don't treat their business as seriously as they do their job. When you're at your job, you give it your all. And I think one reason is, number one, you have someone to hold you accountable there, and that is your boss. <laughs> if you don't do your work, guess what? You get fired. Now, when you work at home, you don't have a boss. So it's easy to get distracted, take some days off, and just say, oh, I did this, and I really put in a full day. But you, like you said, are you talking to prospects? Are you doing income-producing activities? And for the vast majority of people, the answer is no. And I think one big reason is they have no one to hold them accountable because it's so easy to take a couple of days off. But like you said, you show up day in and day out. You say to yourself, this is like my job. I have to treat my business as seriously as my job. I'm going to show up day in and day out. Otherwise, I can't feed my family. I can't help out my relatives in Haiti. I need to do this. Show up day in and day out and treat it the same way. Because if you don't, you're not going to get those results. If you, if you if you show up to work two days a week, do you really expect you're going to get paid for five days a week? Absolutely not. The same thing applies to your business. If you want to get paid, you have to put in the time. You, have, you got to provide the value. To you. you have to do the income producing activities. You need to build those relationships. And most people do not. Then they wonder why they're not getting the results. It's because they're not putting in the effort. They're not putting in the time. They're not treating it seriously. And I think you hit upon a really important point. If you treat it as seriously as you do a regular job, you will see your results change and they will get a lot better. And I and the other thing about investing in yourself, it's very important. If you don't invest in yourself, you're not going to get better. You're not going to get that self-development, the personal development. You're not going to grow to become a bigger person. Jim Rohn used to say, work harder on yourself than on your job. He said, if you work hard on your job, you can make a living. But if you work hard on yourself, you can make a fortune. If you really work on yourself, no matter what happens, you might have success in a company, the company goes under or the government shuts it down. Guess what? Because of all the talents you've developed, you can just take those talents to another company and be successful elsewhere. It's because you work hard on yourself. You develop yourself. And that's why it's so important to invest in yourself. A lot of people don't spend that time and the effort. You're listening to YouTube or personal development videos one hour every day. You have to do it at consistently. That's how you get better. You listen to stuff right before you go to bed or you read good stuff right before you go to bed. That's going to seep into your subconscious mind, like you said, because your subconscious mind controls most of what you do. It's not your conscious mind. 90% of what we do is done subconsciously. And you got to invest in yourself. And I think you have to look at it this way. If you invest in a stock, it's because you think it's good. You think it's a good company. It's worth investing. You have to think of yourself as a good stock. And you have to invest yourself and say, I am a good stock to invest in. And if you're not willing to invest in yourself, then you got to ask yourself, do I really see myself as being worthy of investing in? And if the answer is no, you need to change your thinking. You need to see yourself as worthy of being invested in and see yourself as I need to invest myself because I deserve, I'm worthy of it, and I want to change my life. So I think that's one thing you need to, for a lot of people who are not thinking of investing themselves, you need to change your way of thinking about that. Because if you don't, your life will never get better and it will not change. And another thing you pointed out is when you start getting better, number one, some of the people you thought that would support you did not. Some of the people separated from you. And that's going to happen because guess what? You guys were all at a certain level. Now, when you're trying to raise yourself to a higher level, they're not happy with that. It's So they have two choices. If they want to stay at the same level as you, they have one of two choices. Number one, improve themselves and work hard to get to that same level you're going to or try to bring it down. And unfortunately for a lot of people, it's just much easier trying to bring the person down because they don't have to do so much work. So that's why if you're wondering why some of your friends get jealous of you or try to like talk you out of it, it's because um, they don't want to lose you. 
and they don't want to put in that hard work and effort to raise them. So it's easier for them. It's less work to just try to bring it down. It's like those uh, scorpions in a jar. One scorpion tries to get out. The other scorpions try to bring it back down because they want to keep them with them. So that's going to happen to you. So don't be surprised if people you think will support you are not going to when you're trying to go on this entrepreneurial journey. You're trying to improve yourself and help people out. It's, it's just part of the game. And as you mentioned earlier, you're going to have haters. That comes with the territory. In fact, the more haters you are, that probably means you're doing a good job because there are going to be people jealous of you. And some of you might have seen it. Haters stands for having anger toward everyone reaching success. Now, I can tell you, Tony Brown, Tony Robbins, Les Brown, those guys all have haters. And I can tell you, they don't lose any sleep over it. And if you have haters, don't lose sleep over it because it means you've reached the big time. So congratulate yourself if you get haters. So. Nah, man, that was good, man. Look at you. Now, that was powerful, man. That was powerful. Really, really good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, three simple steps. Mm-hmm. One, you got to have faith, you know. Uh, I mean, faith without work is dead, you know, like you got to have faith. You got to have that, you know, belief. So what kept me going? Because again, I struggled. I mean, I struggled. I had, I mean, I tried to sell it. I struggled. I struggled a lot. I could have gave up, but I had to end in mind. I already knew I would be successful because I told myself that. So, but I knew that the struggle was part of the journey. Number two, don't be the smartest person in the room. I always want to be like that dumbest person in the room because then that allows me to grow. If I'm always talking, I can only regurgitate what I know. See, like the only way you can learn is when you're listening. If you're speaking, you're not listening. You're not learning. And so I always wanted to put myself in rooms where I'm getting value, not me teaching. That way I can take that. I can teach later. But I always wanted to learn first, right? I'm always a student and a teacher simultaneously. Number three. You got to assemble a core team of hungry people that will grind like they're broke. One of my biggest success tips is that I wake up every day like I'm two months behind on rent. That's always my philosophy. That's why I don't get complacent. There's like never enough. There's, there's always another success story. I wake up every day. And that's something that I have kept forever. You know, I, I wake up every day like I'm two months behind on rent. And so it's like, well, I already know that means on month three, I'm, I'm going to get kicked out. So that's just mindset. So sometimes it's like we say mindset, but it's cliche. People really don't understand like what that means. I tell people all the time, like you have to be willing to change. For things to change, you have to change. Right. And so, again, I had to change. And but if this was easy, everybody would do it. Right. And so, but you also have to understand that. That's why I only work with with people that are hungry and people that are willing. Like there are a lot of people, like for instance, in my space, um, I work with people that need credit, but there are people that need credit repair and there's people that want credit repair. So what I mean by that, if somebody needs it, yeah, they need it, but they're not going to do a damn thing about it. But you got somebody that wants it. So, so, so many of us focus with the people. I know, I need, I, I know they need my product and services. Now you're wasting your time getting frustrated because they need it. Uh-uh, that's not me. I know what I have. I know who I am. So I know what value I bring to the table. And so they want it. I'm going to work with them. I'm going to work with the willing. So again, if you do that, you're going to have less stress. You know, like, like a lot of people create, stress. like, I don't have any stress. I'm so excited. Like our team is growing, but guess what? It's the success stories. Like, do you realize that I was only trying to get my credit repaired, that someone changed the entire trajectory of my life. Like my life will never be the same because of one individual saying yes. 
So I always feel like your goals and dreams is tied to somebody else's goals and dreams. Do you realize by you not getting started in whatever endeavor, how many people are missing their blessings because it was contingent on you? And so because I understand that, um, I said, you know what? Like I'm always open-minded. I'm open-minded. I will listen, right? I'm open-minded because it's a good thing. It helps. So I think some of the things that helped me to become successful online, uh, obviously, you know, number one, you know, I, uh, I always establish rapport before I attempt to talk about uh, my company, if at all. I always establish rapport. Like I want to be, you know, interesting, not interested, meaning like I want to be more interested in you. I'm trying to figure you out, see what you do. Again, I mean, I had one individual that found me online. And I mean, this, this individual changed my life. He got started and brought a team of 500 people. So <laughs> what if I would have never had that conversation one, but that one person changed my whole year, right? I never made that much money. That one person came obviously changed my whole life. Right. And so, but then you got to have gratitude. You got to have humility, but again, good thing I had to establish rapport first and I wasn't vomiting my, my, uh, my business. So some people just to put it into perspective, this is what it looks like. Would you meet someone today, like the opposite sex? And then would you ask them to marry you on the same day you met them? Probably not. And that, but that's what some of us are doing with our opportunity because we're, you know, we're excited but we're vomiting over our prospects. So sometimes you might mess up a good prospect. Right? <laughs> uh, two, I think one of the things, which Victor knows this, mm. something that I became stellar in, uh, every single day I was reaching out to my Facebook friends and I, and I would send them a personal uh, private birthday message. And um, everybody else was, you know, um, posting on people's walls and stuff like that, which is good, but you're probably one of mm. 300 or one of 500. So the likelihood of them seeing that it's later or never, but that personal message, I know it might take some time, but they're definitely going to get to me. But that personal message is like, oh my God, just thank you so much. You have no idea. You were the first one that sent it to me. Most of 99% of the time I was that first one. You know what I was willing to do? I was willing to wait until midnight every night to go through my birthday list. That's what I was willing to do. So again, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to give up? And what are you doing? To, you know, see, once, once I started that, it became a habit. Mm -hmm. see, people will do what they want. Mm -hmm. Trust me, you will do what you want. Like if you like going to the gym, you go to the gym. You don't have to think about it. You, can, you know you got to go to the gym. So once you start creating that daily method of operation for your business, see, it's all about the, the habitual things that you do. It's, it's all about the daily habits. Your success and everyone's success is what are you doing daily? And so again, it's, it's, it's <laughs> what's easy to do. It's also easy not to do. I'm just going to put it that way. Right. So again, that, that to me, that's one of the biggest success tips I can give me wishing a happy birthday to people. So imagine I have 5,000 friends. So in a, in a calendar year, I personally met <laughs> 5,000 people. And so that was, and then again, it was profound, not, not something cheap, not just happy birthday. I really wanted that person to know that they're special in my life. Right. And so, but I was also following new people. I was following every day. I said, I got to follow 50 new people because I'm learning. I want to see how other people post, right? And so I want to see, well, you know, what they do. Um, number four, I, I was telling myself, okay, I want to um, see, okay, these other people's friends that they have. Let me check out their, their friends' profiles, see what kind of people that they have. Because again, you never know. You can tell a lot by somebody's profile. And so I was always trying to check out 20 mutual friends' profile. Number five, and this is what 
was a game changer for me. I would always reciprocate people's engagement on my wall, you know, as time allows. So meaning like somebody's comment, you know, lately I've been slacking with that, but um, for a very long time, you know, I would, um, uh, anybody that would comment, I would reply back. And so, but also I was going on, on their page and I was liking and commenting because anything I wanted, like people are like, well, nobody's commenting and liking on my page. Well, are you doing that? Like anything I wanted, again, I went and did it first. So every time I would basically comment, it would be, I would basically be leaving my business card. So you want to comment more than just like on the newsfeed. If you like, you're just one of 5,000. When you comment, especially if it's a profound comment, like, mm, who is this guy? Now they go come on my page and they like what they see. And they might DM me that lead to, to a prospect, prospect, relationship, relationship, business partners, or business partners for future generations or whatever. Um, so, you know, number six, um, every time I post it, it was always like positivity. Like you got to understand that people come to social media for entertainment. Like I would post a lot of funny stuff. People like, well, I, I don't see you post a lot about credit, but I would post some funny memes. But that meme was a reminder. Oh, he's in credit. Oh, I do need credit. This was funny, but on a serious note, I need my credit fixed. So it was just different ways of, you know, getting people, but not having to like vomit on people. Like something that I learned a long time ago was, you know, jab, jab, right hook. So I would post something of value, like motivate somebody. Right. And then I would post something else of value, maybe something that helps to motivate them again or to inspire them or maybe me sharing my journey and my story. And then I would post about my business. So what that meant, I'm not posting business, business, business. It's just jab, jab, hook, value, value, X for the sale. And so that's what worked for me. So a lot of people, pages like just, just, just like, come on, what is this? You know? And so they were doing too much. So again, um, so I would only post positivity. So if I had a bad day, you would, it would not be reflected on, on social media ever. You would never see a, neg a, a negative comment from me. It's just that, because you are your brand, right? So you are a walking billboard of yourself. So everything I did would motivate, educate, inspire, mm -hmm. uh, or empower people. So the four things that all my posts did. If you look at, this was the blueprint behind the psychology behind all of my posts. I would, it would all, again, understanding that people come to your page for entertainment, it would motivate, educate, inspire, or empower people. So uh, my post, every time I posted, did one of those things. Um, I would also uh, basically share value to people. So I'll pick 20 people to share value. So again, I'm just gonna talk, let's just say I'm in a credit space. So how can I give value? Well, I could have a PDF on 10 ways somebody can fix their credit by themselves. That's value. You see what I'm saying? So you can have 10 ways somebody can close or learn how to invite for network marketing or just something generic. But again, it's value, free value. Like there's, I don't need anything from that. Just I just want to help 20 people. They might share that to someone. I don't know. But again, how are you providing value? And that's the only difference with me or somebody else is that, oh, man, this guy's providing value. And this is when I learned what value meant so one of my favorite rappers is Lil Wayne, right? I mean, I've been following him forever. And he would have all these mixtapes that he would give away for free. And me, I was like, that should have been an, an, an album. It was so good. It should have been an album. I'm like, why is he giving all of these things away for free? I'm like, he's tripping. But then I realized 
see what that free value they're really really good good and i'm not talking about value as something cheap something like like it got to be valuable that mixtape that i thought should have been an album now what happens is that boom he gave that so much for free when he comes out with the album i have to buy it i have to buy it right mm-hmm. and so that's what value is so, so i can put that in. i like to put things into perspective for people again you know i I told you guys, you, you want to comment more because you're leaving your business card. That's basically what, what that is. But this was the game changer. N- number 10. You want to, you want to basically make five to 10 new and solid connections a day at least. So five to 10. So let me give you guys an example of a solid relationship or, or connection. Let's say that I met uh, Victor here on Facebook. Now, again, you know, we are Trek online, but we got to take it offline. We have to. This is what I mean by that, okay? Because, again, I, I, I like to paint the picture here for you guys. So when I meet Victor, yes, we're having a dialogue. I would say, hey, here's my number. Kindly save this and shoot me yours. And I would just, and, and I would end with that. So I'm just giving him mine. I'm, I'm not going to ask him, what's your number? Some people might be uncomfortable, especially if it's the opposite sex. So here, I'm like, here, here's my number. Kindly save it and, and shoot me yours. The reason I do that is because what if something happens to that platform that you guys met on? And, and, and in this case, it, it was Facebook. What if Facebook goes down? What if your page goes down? What happened to all these lists of people that you built? You got 5,000 friends you can't even access. Like I know a lot of people right now, they don't even have folks phone numbers. They go to a different state or they lose their phone and now they're messaging people mm-hmm. on DM. And me, I'm thinking it's a fake page. They're like, hey, it's me. I lost your number, blah, 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 blah. Or I lost my phone and I need to call someone. But again, I don't want to rely on that. So I'd rather meet you on Facebook, but also now I have you on Instagram. At least now I have you in another platform. But what I was doing, and this is something that I always like to share um, on this particular phone, um, so I got two phones, but on this particular phone, like the numbers are down a little bit. So, oops, can you see this, Victor? I, I think it's probably because of the background. So I think. Oh, um, okay, okay, okay. So it says this phone got a, almost five thousand contacts. I think I th- you can. Yeah, see now it seems better, a little bit better now. Yeah. Yeah, you can see it at the bottom, right? Maybe it says five thousand. Mm-hmm. Con- okay. Yeah. So this phone got a- almost five thousand contacts. So again. Um, you, it's not going out, out there just collecting people's name and number. Again, I have relationship with people. If I were to go to anybody's city, I already have somebody I could call. You see what I'm saying? But again, we have relationship. Uh, and then, so again, to me, a connection, a, a real connection is if I have your number or I have you on another platform. That's a real connection to me. If, if it's contingent on just Facebook, and again, you could run ads, your Facebook gets you down. All kinds of things. Somebody could report you hating your page. Mm-hmm. So many things that could happen. But number 10, stay positive always. Always stay positive. And that, uh, that is attractive. And that's what people like to see. Awesome. That's some really great stuff there. So, yeah, I, I remember when you spoke in my event, I remember you said at the time, at 5,000 friends, you had 4,800 numbers. And everyone was like, because there was no one near you in terms of phone numbers on their Facebook friends. But that shows you 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 practice what you preach. You built those relationships. So like saying, if for some reason you lose your Facebook account, 
you have those numbers. You can still reach out to those people. You still have the relationship with people. So people, you need to focus on the relationship. Don't focus on just having a friend on Facebook, on Instagram, whatever. Uh, do you have their real contacts? Do you have their email? Do you have their phone numbers? Can you talk to them? What do you know about them? What do you know about their families, their kids, et cetera? And that's what, you know, Coach Legend has done. He's, he's built up these relationships. He has this information. He's got the phone number. So if he needs, he can easily reach out to those people. And why? Because he's, he realizes the importance of a, of a relationship. He realized something can always happen to these platforms. You never know. Company may even go bankrupt. You never know. And you can lose all these people. This way you have it forever. And you always, you, you, you remind me of a, a, a quote. Success is not built in a day. It's built daily. You're not going to become successful one day. You do this stuff day in and day out. The compound effect will kick in after a certain point. And that's what people don't understand. The power of consistency. You do things day in and day out. You may not see results after a few weeks, after a month, after three months. But man, after six months or a year, you're going to start seeing results. It's like the difference between a penny doubled over 31 days or a million, which one would you take? Many people would take the million dollars because a penny doubled is after a few days, two cents, four cents, eight cents. But after 31 days, a penny doubles over $10 million. That's the compound effect. A lot of people do not understand the power of the compound effect. And again, you talked about the fact, if a man goes up to one he just met and, and asks her, will you marry me? She's going to say no, because she's not, she doesn't know who he is. They have no relationship. Same thing with someone you just met. If you say, join my business, they're going to say no because they barely met you. So stop spamming your links to people you just met. That's why people are saying no. And if they say no, don't get angry at them and unfriend them like some people do. Be gracious. Learn from this experience. Build the relationship with them. You notice Coach Legend has said nothing about, oh, just, you know, join my business, join my business. What he's been doing, he's building the relationship. He's giving them value. He's giving them support. He's serving them. If you want to earn well, you need to serve well. He's focusing on giving value and serving them. And the more value you give to people, the more they're going to see you as a resource, as someone that can help them, someone who can solve their problems. That's what you need to focus on. Focus on what can you do for them? Too often, as you mentioned earlier, people focus on what can you do for me? No one's interested in what they can do for you. They want to know, how can you help me? How can you solve my problem? How can you support me? They only care about their needs, their wants, their desires. And once you realize that your life can change, I think one great book that everyone should read, if they're an entrepreneur and know a marketer, is How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Gar Carnegie, because he keeps talking about no one cares about your needs. They only care about themselves. So have them talk about, them so about themselves. Focus on their interests and their wants. And he talks about the fact um, you can get more people interested in, in you, you know, was it uh, for two hours? He just talks about the fact that the, the more interested you are in them, the more interested they're going to be in you because they're going to see you as, a, he gives this example, he was having dinner with someone. And the whole night, he barely talked about himself. He just kept asking questions about the person. And at the end of the night, the person said, I really love talking to you. You're such a great conversationalist. And he said almost nothing. All he did was ask questions. But the person loved the fact that he allowed her to talk about the person she was most interested in, which is herself. People are most interested about themselves. So get them to focus on themselves and your life has changed. Don't focus on yourself, focus on them. So you, you gave a lot of great examples. Number one, when people have birthdays, message them. I message every single person. I do not post on anyone's walls. Like you said, if 300 other people are gonna post on the wall, they're not gonna remember. That might be your only interaction with that person. And then next year, you know, you talk to them, they see, oh, they'll look, oh, he wished me a happy birthday. 
So they, they remember the personal interaction because they could see it in their Facebook messenger. You said happy birthday to you. Little things like that make a big difference. And some say just reach out saying, hey, hello, how you doing? You know, have a Merry Christmas or whatever holiday is going on. Some say just reach out, say hello. Little things like that, it shows the person you care about them. If the only time you ever reach out to them is to, oh, I love this business, uh, you got to join it. They're going to say no because you're only focusing on yourself. And that's what people don't understand. People join for their reasons, not your reason. No one cares if you love this company. It's the most amazing company in the world, the greatest health products, the greatest products, services, whatever. They only care about their needs and desires. Once you learn to focus on that, I think your life will definitely change. So I think you gave a lot of great examples here. You gave a lot of great wisdom and golden nuggets. And listen, Coach Ledge, I want to thank you so much for being here tonight. You, uh, I think the whole audience got a lot of value out of everything you shared. And I know everyone took a lot of great notes. So I just say thank you for being on today. It's been a real pleasure. And it's really great talking to you again. My pleasure, my pleasure. So I will leave with this. First of all, thank you so much for having me, man. I just, uh, I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to be here. Um, I think about, you know, like maybe like mistakes that people make in network marketing, you know. One, you know, uh, this is what my mentor taught me, which changed my life. So I, I would just leave with this. Hopefully it changes in somebody's life. But people uh, focus too much, like, so it's basically too much focus on themselves making money versus, you know, helping someone solve a problem. That's the first thing, you know what? So if you think, you know, entrepreneurs are really, they basically just help people solve prob problems for profits. That's, that's, that's basically it, right? Number two, a lot of people, they don't build uh, any rapport or ask questions to uncover those problems. That's, that's some of the biggest mistakes I see people uh, make. So you really have to focus on listening and, and again, being interested uh, versus selling and being interesting. Again, I, I hope you guys get that, right? Number three, and this is what I noticed, right? It was just huge, huge, huge. Like people don't ask closing questions. Imagine you talk to all these people, you gave away your whole time, you did all these three ways, but you don't ask for the sale. Like a lot of people are afraid of rejection, right? So they don't ask closing questions because they're so afraid, right? So afraid that that they would never not even ask. So, so you know, now every once in a while, somebody would throw their credit card at you, but me, no, I, I'm asking, hey, are we using a Visa or a MasterCard today? Because just I'm not just on the phone to talk to you for 30 minutes. So again, that's what helps a lot of people. And, you know, that helped me as well. So number four is that they don't talk to people enough and to play the numbers game. Like, keep in mind, like I was talking to 100 people a day that's 700 in a week. That's over 2,400 in a month. So most people don't talk to that many people in their network marketing career. And I'm talking to that many people in a month's time frame. So what I'm doing, I'm condensing time. So if, if, if you're looking at what, why is he successful? Well, I talked to more people. It created a ratio. When, when I wasn't as good, you know, I would talk to 10 and, and maybe get none. Eventually, I talked to 10 and got one. I talked to 10 and got two. I talked to 10 and got three. So is that you get num uh, you, you actually get better. So, but I mean, now I would also say this, but not to contradict myself, like you don't want to treat people like a number, but in reality, it is that most people are, you know, are going to say no the first several times. Like you have to understand that. Like when a, a girl told you no 
you still went after her. You, you probably ended up marrying her. So no just means, you know, not right now. <laughs> and so again, so don't get, don't get sad when, you know, when somebody uh, really tell you no. And so number five, people really fail to um, understand the power of building relationship. That just, again, I know Victor, but I don't know who he knows. He might have access to people that I would never be able to touch. So again, this is why you want to build relationship. And also, I know that this sounds cliche, but the fortune is in the follow-up. Like a lot of people don't follow up. Maybe this was a bad season. Maybe they were going through loss and mourning right now didn't look good. Or maybe it was a bad season financially. Like you never know. So it's good, you know, like to follow up with people because timing is everything, right? And then number six, obviously we talked about this. Um, people treat this business, um, you know, like a hobby. Where me, I treat it like a real business. So when I got started, I was working my business from six to two. So between 6 a.m. and two, you can contact me for anything. Like I took a break, like I had a job. So between six and two, after two, I'm, I'm off the clock. We could go to the hookah lounge. We can go do whatever. But between six and two, I was only focused on my business. So again, whatever you got to do to change that uh, mindset, you got to do that, right? And number seven, this is the last one. A lot of people, they don't follow a proven system. They don't. And so, but also they don't like to, like for instance, my mentor told me, hey, we got to start running ads so we can reach more people. They said Coca-Cola has been in business for 40 years. They're still doing advertisement. So that tells me I need to be doing advertisement. If Coca-Cola is still doing it, I need to be doing it. But most people reinvent the wheel and they're not coachable. This is my final piece. I got into network marketing. I want you guys to see the end game, what it did for me. I got into network marketing. And network marketing for me is the foundation. Meaning like this is where primary, like I just said, this is where income comes from. The same with like, like a job. This is where the income comes from, but this is, I'm a visual person, so I have to paint the picture. So now I got into network marketing. So let's just say if, if I was in a um, health and wellness, I would probably be losing weight and be in better shape. But because I'm in a credit space, so what that did, that improved my credit, which is essential. Me improving my credit allowed me to get my dream car. I would have never been able to get my dream car if I didn't improve my credit. So you got income and now it, improve my credit, allow me to get my dream car, which allowed me to get my second dream car, which allowed me, which can allow me to get other businesses because I got a strong credit that I can get funding. Banks will loan me money because I have the income portfolio to back it up. But ultimately, let me show you what it did. Now, this same platform can allow me to create courses. Now, that's another stream of income. Write an ebook. That's another stream of income. Have a physical book. That's another stream of, of income. Have people pay me to train. That's another stream of income. Motivational speaker, travel and get paid to do what I love. And so I just want you guys to see how one decision, somebody said, yes, thank God they did. You know, I, 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 I thank God for that individual every single day. Because again, he changed the entire trajectory of my life. I was trying to get my credit fixed. The same way somebody could have been in health and wellness, they could have just been trying to lose weight. And because of their results and their testimony, it allowed them to have a big business or to be successful. I didn't grow up saying that I wanted to become a credit repair agent, but that opportunity, again, the doors that it opened up for me and then me coming across other people, I thought I was the only one with bad credit. You know, I I, my credit score was in the 400, not in the 800. That's, that's, that's not in day. But ultimately is this, there's no testimony without a test. If you're going through something right now, stick and stay and you will get your pay. So if you don't come from a rich family, 
a rich family better come from you. That's my time. Amen. Thank you so much, Coach. Bro, that, that has been amazing. And as our audience can see, he holds nothing back. He went, He's willing to share everything that he knows because he really wants to inspire people, to motivate people, to really help them out because uh, that's just the kind of person he is. He has shared an immense amount of value here. As you, can, as you just heard, be coachable, be teachable, follow a proven system, build relationship, be a problem solver, help people out, do all those things, and work harder than everyone else. He was talking to 700 people a week, like you know, close to 3,000 people a month. How many people are talking to that many people a month? And if you're wondering why he's getting those results, that's one of the main reasons. He's working harder than most of the other people. He put in the time and the effort. He says he was focused from six to two. He says, I'm focused on my business. Nothing will distract me. Uh, that reminds me of something Ray Hignett talked about. He says in the morning when he's writing his blog post in the video, he shuts off the phone, puts it on um, airplane mode. He tells his family, leave me alone while I'm doing this. And he's just focused on doing those things. And that's why, you know, for, I don't know how many years he's been getting out those blog and videos, emails, which we get every day from him because he's very focused and he gets it done. He's consistent. And that's why he has a tremendous success that he's had all these years. And you do the exact same thing. You're focused. You don't let anything distract you. You're consistent. You do this day in and day out. You work harder than most people. You talk to a lot of people, build relationships, give value. And I think our eyes can see you've given us a ton of value. And I think people got a lot of golden nuggets here. And I know a lot of people are taking a lot of copious notes, just like they did when you spoke at my event several years ago. And you spoke at a very tough time because it was right before lunch where people are focused. They're hungry. They're, their stomachs are ground. They want to go eat lunch. But you know what? No one left their seat while you were talking to go lunch because they were so into what you were writing because everyone was taking a lot of notes. You spoke, I think, for almost 90 minutes. And I know everyone loved what you were saying. And that's why after you spoke, everyone went up to, to talk to, to ask you some more questions because you gave everyone a ton of value. And I think it's one of the things I love about you, bros, because you just you just lay it out there. You you don't hold anything back. You really love to help people. You want to share as much as you can with people and you love to inspire people. And that's why so many people have been inspired by you. So I just say thank you again for being here today. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. I remember that that day uh, because we gave them the option. Hey, guys, do you guys want him to present or do you guys want to go eat? They're like, no, let him present. So, <laughs> so, and this is the last statement. Do people know you for your work ethic? And so the difference between me and everybody else is that people know me for my work ethic. And that's why people would pick me over somebody else. So, again, ask yourself that, this question, ladies and gentlemen. Do people know you for your work ethic? And, and we can end with that. Thank you. Awesome. No, I love it. Thank you again so much for being here today. And yeah, people always watching you. So if you have a great work that you're putting in the time and effort, you're consistent, you're showing up every day. People are always watching. And even a lot of people who are not necessarily liking or commenting on your post, they're still watching. So you might be surprised. Someone's been following you for two years and say, you know what, I want to join you today. And you're saying to yourself, you've never liked or commented on my post, but that's the way some people are. So a lot of people are watching you, but you don't know that. So you have to show up day in and day out, but they're watching you. And if they, they see your work ethic, they're going to notice after a while. So that's some really great stuff. So before we go, I just want to, I want to, to let our audience, what is the best way for people to contact you? Is it through Facebook, a Facebook group, website, email? What is the best way for people who want to get in touch with you? Uh, obviously, um, so, some of you guys can reach out on Facebook, but I'm, I'm more on Instagram. Uh, okay. My Instagram handle is Coach Legendary. Uh, I've been blessed. Now we got 1.2 million followers. So I started off on Facebook, but my Instagram just it just took over. But Coach C O A C H Legendary L E G E 
and uh, A-N-D-Y. Uh, L-E-G-E-N-D-A-R-Y. Coach Okay, so at Coach Legendary on Facebook, you want to follow him. And I know a lot of people who are watching this are also on Instagram, so follow him there. Thank you so much, Coach Legendary. It's been a real pleasure having you here. Thank you so much for sharing all that incredible wisdom and golden nuggets with everyone. I know everyone loved it. I loved everything you shared with us, and it's really great seeing you again. Have yourself an amazing day, bro. You too. Thank you, and take care. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you've enjoyed listening, please smash that subscribe button so you don't miss any of our amazing episodes. Please also leave a five-star rating review and have an awesome day.